Well, hello there. Zeke Rustfinger here, down at the Rust Emporium. We have everything you need to deter, chase off, if not non-lethally, uh, shall we say, capture, hell, detain, if that is your cup of tea. Intruders, ne'er-do-wells, solicitors, and the like. Why, we have everything from your standard chicken wire to your nozzle high-pressure spray tanks. Why, we even have what is commonly known as a bouncing batty. Now, whether you fill that sucker with alcohol, some sort of mustard gas, or just something like sticky paint, down here at Zeke's Rust Emporium, we guarantee success, and you will be left alone. To another exciting episode of the All Guns No Glory podcast, we are role mongers, Mongorians to our Discord friends, and we are playing the three book, though we are in book one, of the Pathfinder second edition, Outlaws of Elkenstar Adventure Path, and having a lot of fun doing it. Well, at least I'm having fun lately. <laughs> when last we left our band of, I want to say agents, because technically you work for Phoebe. And Phoebe works for the Duchess, and she said, y'all can consider yourself agents. And you have that little badge that you're supposed to show uh, a certain VIP when you catch up to him, right? No? Mm-hmm. Well, you start off as outlaws because the law here is a little corrupt. Not all shield marshals are corrupt, just the ones that are after you and certain ones that are on the take, as it were. And of course, <clears throat> one Ambrose Mugland, who may have done you wrong also has uh, greased the wheels of Alkenstar, this fine, fine city, to make everyone believe that you guys are on the wrong side of the law. Now, I believe you're just some good old boys, but would you consider what you're doing right now to be soliciting or just straight up breaking and entering? I consider it a uh, contemporary era rescue mission. Okay. So, no matter how you paint this picture, in the center of it, there is a sticky, purpley pink cat who just stepped on a pressure plated trap and out of the dirt and cobblestones rises up a nasty bomb but not covered in shrapnel but glass oh ow glass as well as nasty colors well pink and purple I i'm assuming that's just the kind of like you know gotcha paint it's a very know bright set of colors yeah it's the type of thing that would deter he's going you know if any if any law enforcement came along they would be um you know <laughs> they would be sure to say well this guy's up to no good 
So, speaking of being up to no good, um, you guys are set upon Vashon Gadaby's home. And just off the main road and a wooden sidewalk, there is two, four, six, eight, ten. So, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 feet of chicken wire guarding a fence. You guys opted for the gate. Oh, look at that rusty, broken down lock. A ruse, because as you open the gate, a pull wire dropped a thunderstone. Shock and awe, but no. Katmandu caught it. And thinking everything was fine. Like there's some kind of strange doorbell. You guys march through. And I believe it was our dwarf more than our cat folk that got sprayed with the nastiest, stickiest, syrupy oil that just reeks. And he's still standing there. Sorry? I got some too of that, the stink. Yeah, but you smell like the dead. That might be an improvement for you. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Change my odor, right? (laughs) You smell like Helena. He's basted bones now, ready for the soup. Oh, he's basted. <laughs> a little glaze, you know. For everybody. The cobblestone path, which sets five feet in, ten feet off that chicken wire fence, goes along a 15-foot wall of a shed that a dwarf thought of busting through and thought twice of it, and then opens up into the garden. But it doesn't turn right around the shed to go straight at the house, which is still 20 feet away. No, it goes horizontally west, Another 20 feet, then turns north to kind of take you this tour of the garden. Now, the map does not show how massively overgrown the grass and garden is. It is quite nasty, untrimmed, and not something you want to, like, walk through that's with knee-high. Who knows what he's got going on in here. But sticking to the true path, Cat steps on a little click. This thing just rips right out of the ground, up in the air, and just covers you in a pinky-purple mist of die yuck and be I, like i said i don't want to call this combat because <laughs> you, you know you guys are here to, to take the vip to rescue the vip to guard the vip not just okay round four we're at the door and we kill him you know we well i mean i guess that would be a different kind of campaign so mm-hmm. i'm gonna say what sorry oh, i was just laughing okay um so, since you guys are still out town, outside town, well, I'm not even running battle music. I just, you know, the town's making noises, the clippy-clop of horses, you know, the gongs of bells and everything. Bringing it around to Andreas Stoutbeard, who is just sort of a sorry sight, standing, dripping in front of this corner of the shed. What do you want to do? I... You know, at this point, I'll simply, uh, Anders would simply walk up behind, uh, um. Sorry, I'm getting a lot of the room and not a lot of you. My apologies. Uh, Anders would walk up to, uh, smoke, uh, Atticus and just have his shield out and be prepared to shield block as needed. <laughs> the dripping wet yeah. stinky guy goes up yeah, to the yeah. pink guy covered and is like, here you go, man, I got you. Oh yeah, you can see. Um, cool. You probably figure that by the time we get in, someone's going to have to keep Gadaby away from Andrus. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I think I have a hair. But no, you just, you just stank, son. Oh my god. Hey, Andrus, man, you might want to come back here with me. I think our smell kind of makes the cat a little sick. Just come stand mm-hmm. with me a little bit. I'm staying a little ways away. Also, mm-hmm. he's got all the traps, and mm-hmm. we're safe back here. Mm-hmm. 
Fair enough. I'll watch hey, back. Jarwin! Jarwin, you coming, buddy? Jarwin I'm, lost I'm his coming. sense of spell. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd like to kind of skirt the edge of the gate and go into the, the grassy part. Kinda so right what there. are the effects of that trap again, Jeff? Sorry. So the first one that you guys... Uh, sorry, not the purple dye one, but the... Um, where are we here? First one. Yeah, I just don't seem to have any effects on me. That's all. I just want to make sure I capture the right penalties here. I think I was. Uh, creatures and their equipment coated with the horrible blah blah blah. Creatures in the area must attempt a sixteen fortitude save on a failure. So anything that comes near you could possibly become sickened and stunned and stuff. Uh, it's kind of a creative trap. It's not some. You know what I mean? I think you made your actual fort save yourself. So we never made you much more than sickened, and then like a round goes by. And I also believe that we were talking about, because it talked about combat, so we were delaying the effects until it, you know, really mattered. Okay. You guys don't feel great, you know, blah, blah, that kind of thing. But I thought uh, there was something about spell casting. Wasn't there a problem with my spell casting as well? Hmm. If you're stunned, Not crit failure, but... Okay, never mind. It does talk about the sap smell and such dissipates after 10 hours, and even if you spend 10 minutes scrubbing the soap off or try to use a spell, it only would reduce that duration and saturation by an hour. Which as I believe... A, as, a quick, as a quick side note, too, if he does gain the second condition for any reason, like if we do in combat, you can't drink potions or elixirs. But you can spend around retching to try to clear... Sure, sure. I'm just saying while you have the sickened condition. Yeah. But it doesn't make, like I said, that, but there's an opposite to that where it's kind of like, okay, crap, what do I do? It's, you're not boned. It's like, well, if you do burn the time to retch, then... Um, anyway, so did you want to back off? But, but that's what I'm asking. So I'm going to have to take an action every round to retch so that I'm not sickened one every no, round because no. of the... No. No. It's... You're going to make fortitude saves. It says you have an aura effect on you, right? Yep. So who got yep. hit with the sap? Just you and Bones, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like you're affecting each other. Just for simplicity, right? Because like I said, this is supposed to be funny and crippling, but not... Oh, sorry, funny and hampering, but not absolutely crippling. Okay. Okay. Now it says creatures in the aura, which possibly includes yourself. And every round you make a 4-2 DC, 16. If you fail, we come second and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it might be on that. It might be, might be doing that. I just don't see the point of it. Um, you know what I mean? Because like we could, but then it would affect every skill check and every... You know what I'm saying? Like, until something goes to, to guns, I'm just happy that, you know, you're role-playing. You guys are trying to space yourselves out until you ran over to the cat. Got it. Okay. There's also the unforeseen side effect that it's going to draw everything to us with that stench. Huh? What was that smell? What's lurking Who's going to try and get to them? <laughs> so <laughs> why, keep everyone why are we sticking it to the path? Why are we cutting across? I know the grass is tall, but other than the grass being tall, that's the only reason? I mean, there could be even worse traps just lying there in the grass, and I don't want one of them bear traps or something snagging my leg. So far, the traps have been relatively harmless. 
<laughs> um, and I'll just keep following the path. Okay. Uh, I will be searching as I go, looking for anything that looks untoward. Do I need to roll a perception somewhere? Uh, yeah, you can drop them in the tower. Um, so let's go to Pilo. That's me. What you doing? I'm following behind the the, the cat and the dwarf, just kind of keeping okay. pace behind in case something goes on. All right. Well, like I said, as long as you keep yourself a five foot space, you know, yeah. don't be adjacent. Then I'm not going to slap you with penalties and demand fortitude and all that stuff. All right. Um, Charwin, just bring up the rear. Any uh, anything else you want to do? Uh, just perception okay. checking around. I'll be following you yeah, behind uh, Pilo. I was going to say, no, I'm assuming everyone is on high alert at this point. Gentlemen, just, you know, give me, let's say, three that I can hold. Three perceptions in the tower. And as things may or may not come to my attention, I will reference them. Um, in the meantime, we have got to the top northern corner of the path. Now it is time to stop heading north and start heading east. Yup. Gonna start slowly as I've, you know, like you said, looking, but slowly meandering. Though I am uh, gonna be failing while doing it because I'm bright pink and kind of paranoid at this point. Um, but I'm gonna try and look like I'm swaggering and not moseying. You know, there is a difference. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. Just moving right along. Following in the line. Okay. Uh, you guys at this point notice that the windows are boarded up in slits. So there's the sort of many narrow boards. So there like there might be light streaming in on the inside. Kind of thing. It's not like not so thick that it's dark in there, but thick enough that you know, it's difficult to see in or people can't just toss bombs in or like whatever, you know. Come on out, Vagatabi, and bring your bomb with you. We'll throw in a bomb to... Yeah, that's not a good idea. Okay. You want to break through those now? No, not yet. Let's, uh... If anybody comes up behind us, we want as much defensible position behind us as possible. I'm going okay. to uh, send a message to the cat and just be like, Hey, man, uh, I know I'm a little far away from you, but do you need any help up there? Try not to get close, so I'll use message instead. You can talk back if you'd like. I can hear you. You're 15 feet away. Just being safe. Is that a back magically. I like hearing you in my head. Is that a cantrip? Can you do that all day? Or are you actually oh, burning yeah. spells? Oh, okay. Oh, it, would be, it would be better <laughs> if you were burning spells. That would be awesome. Way to commit to the role. Um, okay. uh, instead of replying with actual words, I'm just going to purr. Oh, that's a good sound, man. I'm going to keep getting... I'm just going to message you again for that more. He starts rubbing his ribs. He's all contemplated. <laughs> the marching order now. Um, the back corner, Charwin, is now at the top of the path, about to turn east, 10 feet away. We have a placiated pilo, another 10 feet, eyeballing the corner of the shed and definitely eyeballing those windows. We have Andreas Stoutbeard, our clerical dwarf. And inside the shed line, to, to your south now, you've moved another 10 feet. Atticus is a door to the shed, and to your north is a stairwell 
rising up five feet to a patio. What do you want to do? I'm going to check the door to the south first. Is there like an obvious padlock or anything on it? A debilitated, dilapidated, dysfunctional wooden shed stands in the middle of the overgrown yard. A single padlock door faces the north. I'm going to say that's a yes. I'm going to try the padlock or you know what? I'm going to search for any obvious traps, trip wires, pressure plates and the like. Okay. You I'm want to use one of the perceptions that. I rolled or you me do a new one? Huh? No, I've got, you know, I'm holding them. Okay. I mean, you can roll a D3 and make me choose. Otherwise, I'll just use your top one. <laughs> you want to keep the things scrambling, right? I rolled a six on the D3, so I guess it's the three. However, you the last one. Okay. Mitigate it. All right. If he's doing that, I'm going to give him a little bit of a, hey, buddy, you know, we're all covered in paint and smelly stuff here, but I got faith and you're going to get this one right. And I'm going to use Inspire Courage to give him a plus one to his roll there. For... <laughs> You're going to get this one right. <laughs> All right. Um, you don't seem to find a trap. I'm going to breathe deeply and gently tug on the lock like I should have done with the last one. Okay. Man, I could hear Drew's eyes roll right there because I hit him with that <laughs> that same phrase yesterday. <laughs> We're playing a bomb vaults because he's our. Oh rogue. no, it's, that's all it is. It doesn't. You don't. You don't see anything. You don't like, see it. It looks, it looks fine. Well, there really is four outcomes, right? Yeah. You roll high, and there's a trap. I find a trap. You roll high, there is no trap. You find nothing, but the player doesn't know because the drop goes in the tower, right? And then there's the two yeah. lower options, right? Yes, there's a trap. You look horribly low, and uh oh, right? Or it's so low, but there's none anyway, right? So I really like. The, the the perception hide or the secret role for this because it's really is a one in four you know it keeps you on your toes can I have if you would like to pick the lock a thievery check please yas padlock is heavy but simple it has like the gaping hole for a big key you know 14 how long does your inspiration last Pilo is it just an action round. okay one round so okay so he looks all over and he's you know the nod and he pulls out his little claws and his tools he's gonna try something else are you gonna hit him again or oh yeah if i can do another one yeah i'll be like hey man okay. um you don't think well, there's just, any traps on this one but now i just you saw that you were away. yeah saw you were a little distracted there so i just want to bring you back to the moment nope, okay so yeah i'll give him another little bit of a, a little bump up saying he's man best cat we've ever had use those little claws get him in that nail there and pick that lock the shrill, chattering, teethy voice of Pilo goes up your furry spine, but it is the boost to get you to 15, and click. Oh, thank goodness. And I the lock. Have faith in you, my friend. I knew you could do it. Thank Bri and her alabaster thighs. Um. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> where the are point. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's International Women's Day. Do it. I, look, <laughs> so and she's bad. literally got parts made of alabaster. What do you I, want? From I her? know, and it's probably like really bad and masochistic. And I don't care, man. That that was good. That was so good. And like <laughs> the best part is, Clark standing next to you. <laughs> like we would expect this coming out of Andreas, right? Oh, the goddess! Oh, the goddess! And you're just like, well, thank the goddess. And he turns to the dwarf, and her alabaster thighs, right? Dwarf's like, what? <laughs> Look, I would say ivory, but ivory is from like other animals and it's endangered. You gotta be careful with that. You don't want uh, ivory. <laughs> they just said bony what? 
And our cleric's retort to that is? So Zarek stops laughing his ass off at us. No, he's still fuming. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. he hasn't gotten over the... He, he still hasn't gotten over the trap. No, no. Oh, see, now the cat's trying to cheer you up. So, uh, yeah, I've given you the hair point, man. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not you, him. <laughs> Sourpuss. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, see what I did there? Turn that back. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Roll reversal. Okay. The door still remains. The lock has been conquered. Atticus. I'm going to remove the lock and pocket yep. it because it's a padlock. So you never know huge. when I could use it. It like literally fell off and hit the floor. You pick it up. It's like, you know. So so what is the weight of it, if I could ask? Because it might fit in my backpack. Oh, I'm I'm sure it's negligible and blah, blah, blah. But just so you know, it's not, you know, it's not like, ooh, I'll put this on my locker. It's like, damn, I'm going to put this on my wagon. Like, it's a real, you know. I could also drop it off a roof on top of someone. That could be okay. cool. Um, uh, so- it's old and rusty, hence the DC only being 15. Like, it's pretty, you know, pretty easy to pick. So. Cool. I will, I will place it in my backpack for now. Okay. It's heavy. Yeah, um, no, you can chuck it at something, you know, set off pressure plates, you know. Uh, then I will take a deep breath and cautiously open the door. All right. You're on your own for this one. I know. I know. That's why I'm so far ahead. Helped you for the hard ones, man, but you can open a door by yourself. You sure? We've had some bad luck with that today. <laughs> like has message in his head. I have faith in you, my friend. <laughs> Oh, silent encouragement. You could use message and then still inspire courage. Like if you guys were in a stealth mode, that's actually pretty cool. I like that. I, I don't know if you can, because the, the inspiration might have an auditory component. Verbal. So I, I yeah, yeah, I guess that, that there is the sort of resounding, like, you know how music affects you. It's, it's kind of like yeah. how, and I haven't seen it in Pathfinder second edition, but I always remember in Pathfinder first edition, that was like a little sub rule for bards that mm. bards could not gain the benefit of the silent spell feat. Um, because all of their spells have to be, if they're a verbal spell, they have yeah. to be able to, to yeah, verbally see that. produce it makes because sense. they're bards. Yeah. No, it makes it, it makes sense. I just suddenly it clicked in my head that he was using message trying to inspire. He was like, oh, wouldn't that be cool? Um, anyway, you open the door. And the contraption that you see inside looks like a very, very simplified, how can I put this? Not distillery, like a moonshine stand, right? Okay. There are big tanks and hoses and nozzles, and you basically get to see the guts of the machine finally ends in one thick nozzle that protrudes through the wall at an elevated angle up there that, you know, hosed you guys. But there's also jars of the stuff, portable, that obviously he was going to open the lid and pour more in. Reload. Hey, uh, (laughs) fellas, y'all want some some offensive non-potables well it's always something interesting to me but do you want us all cramming in there when we already smell like that stuff or are you just gonna I, grab it and bring I, it i'm gonna give them to you i ain't gonna make it we're not gonna that's 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 begging for us to accidentally shatter all these jars as we twi- we try to acquire them okay so uh some rusted gardening tools several jars 
And as you inspect, the insides of them are like just coated with hardened gunk that make them look full. They are not. But there is one intact, sealed, and the perfect, oh, I don't know, alchemical bomb. I'm going to grab that stinky bomb. Okay. More importantly, any solvents in there? Oh, that's, mean, good. that's good thinking. You mean like soap? Um, I'm going to start digging through the supplies here. It's turpentine. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. Rusted garden tools and, you know. I mean, there's ways we can remove your sense of smell. There's ways we can remove your sense of smell, but it ain't safe. I don't even have a nose, man, and I can still smell it. So I don't even think that's the truth. Oh, my God. That stuff must be in your skull, like sloshing around up there. It kind of mostly leaked out. But if you look at my kind of where my nose is, it's kind of green and dripping. It looks kind of like alive again. I'll be pulling this out of every nook and cranny for the next month. Oh, and your beard. Oh, my God, your beard. You know, you need to go see a stylist after this whole encounter. Like, get a blowout for your majestic beard. Says the guy covered head to toe in fur that's been dyed purple, and he's mourning your little beard. That's cute. That's really cute. So no, I just, you know, my dad, my, my pappy... He was always very keen on taking care of his beard, and he always talked about how how important it was to his people. And I, I just, you know, it must be, it must suck because like your nose is like right there too, and like it's it's there. So, yeah, it's quite, yeah. <sighs> All right, well, stink bomb acquired. All right. Uh, anybody ready to, to move on up to the next door? Um, we're following your lead, man. I'm good to go. Hey, Charwin, any ideas? I'm pretty scared of those stairs, to be honest. Is that like your mortal enemy or something? Well, considering everything around here has tried to douse us in something disgusting and terrifying, um, I would imagine he is concerned that the stairs will do something similar. Hmm. I mean, yeah, well, the yeah, stones are scary enough now. It's true. One, they may make you purple. I wish I was purple sometimes. Hmm. You might have been when you were alive. No one will ever know that. How do you not? It's been a long time, man. Like four days or eight years. I don't even know. Time is kind of wibbly wobbly. That is what it do. It'd be timey wimey. Um... All right, so I'm going to start searching the stairwell. <laughs> Timey-wimey. Man, Pilo's way of speaking is infectious. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. It's, I thought it's we were good. Both, it's good. I, I thought we were both doing a Doctor Who reference. So. I, I was definitely was. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm glad I picked up on that. <laughs> I got you. Nice. Very nice. Not hero point worthy nice, but I appreciate it. All right. Um... So as I've revealed, there is a flight of stairs, five feet wide, ascending five feet to a porch, which is 15 feet long. It branches out left and right. On the left is a door. On the back is a solid wall. And on the right looks like it's butting up on practically someone else's house or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start checking these stairs and that porch. Um, it looks as dangerous as a gazebo, but I'm still not sure. As dangerous as a gazebo? 
It's an old gaming reference where people didn't know what a gazebo was, and the GM kept talking about, like, you see the gazebo. Oh, yeah, and they were, like, scared the shit out of it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. The most wretched creature, and they're just freaking out because they have no idea what it is, and he's trying to describe. (laughs) For those that, that you don't know, imagine you've built a deck that is not attached to your house. It's floating in the middle of your yard. It's built up with, like, two, three steps. It's usually hexagonal in shape, has a rail that goes all the way around, poles that hold, hold up a suspended roof, and you can put a table in there, you can have barbecue out there, but a gazebo, what makes a gazebo a gazebo is it's sort of not attached to a building. I it's believe. a separate deck kind of thing. Yeah. And scares and, uh, the shit out of D&D nerds that never leave their basement, apparently. <laughs> it's just there, never heard, menacingly. Or, or, or they or they know what it is on site, but have never heard the word before. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, every town has a gazebo at their one of their local parks somewhere. It's just it's a matter of, like, did you know that that word was... Because when you hear about it, you don't think, like, a t- detached, covered deck gazebo... Especially in D&D where everything's weird. Okay. Um, so, who's going to Kung Fu Panda these stairs? I was going to start searching them. Okay. Stairs are clean, as far as you can tell. Alrighty. And I'm going to start going up onto the porch and searching around there as well. Okay. We're using up your third and last roll. You check the porch and I'm gonna give him a little bit of a Hey buddy. Before you go up there. Hmm. Okay. You're doing a great job. I think you can do better. Keep rolling high. <laughs> give him a little bit of a I think you can do better. As in like plus one. Look, we always we always <sighs> got room to grow, am I right? Except, you know, you no offense. I could take some bones off. I could put some bones on. Maybe I can be taller or shorter. I haven't tried yet. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? Maybe we should. Oh my God. We could ship a Theseus you. The hell is a ship of Theseus? You start like we, we start replacing a piece of you every time we come across maybe a bigger skeleton. So like if we fight giants, we get their, their leg bones and replace your shins with them. And then like slowly do that until you're, you're just giant pilo. We have to do both streams at the same time, or I just look really weird, though. Well, ideally, yes. So that that's the plan. I'm going to address everyone in the party. If we ever fight a giant, don't go for the shins. We'll need both intact. For that's science. The knees. I got my own knees. They're pretty good. I'll take a giant's shins, though. Anyways, little smack on the... And you know that knee bone's connected to the... The leg bone. bone. No, wait. <laughs> Can help himself. All right. Um... You have hindsight of 2020. It's chicken wire. We go to the gate. We go to the gate. Ah, there was a string attached to a thunderstone. Well, that, well, that won't fool us again. Ah, there's a nozzle hiding up high. Got sprayed. That won't fool us again. Looking for nozzles. We're looking for string. We're very wary of cobblestones. One could be loose. You step on it and springs up. And from underneath jumps this mechanical device, copper wire, and a whole bunch of paint dye. Stairs. No, they're plain. They're level. They're old. They're rickety. They're sturdy. It's good. This deck, as far as you can tell, same. You don't seem to find a trap. What do you want to do? I swear to God, if this old man thought literally those handful of just deterrent traps was literally going to deter people that were dangerous. Inventors, man. Uh, I'm going to start checking the door. Okay. And um, uh, Andros is quick on your heels. Nodding, yeah? Okay. So... You come up, 
and you guys are coming up. So not from Bellamy's perspective. He comes up and he steps on the deck, right? And we've got Andreas and everyone ready to close. Okay, so with you here, everyone back, the proverbial five feet. He steps up on the deck and you guys all start falling in line. And we're good. And then he goes from one piece of the deck and as soon as he lets off the first part and then on to the second part, you see the 10 foot of deck, like you're right there at eyeball level because it's five feet off the ground, Andreas. You take one step onto that stairway and Pilo is, you know, you guys are proverbially just entering that square, bang, 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 bang. And then suddenly it doesn't show them very well. Oh, hang on. Back up there, Andreas. We don't want you running. <laughs> Get on the stairs. He gets up there. Okay. Through a whole bunch of holes that are the slatted boards set back. Okay. Wooden pellets just start rapid firing like full force straight out in a 10-foot spray at us. <laughs> All kinds of it. Ow, mother... God. <laughs> there is a distinctive click on the porch and in behind the wall. And then this thing just opens fire. Oof. Okay. Non-wooden bullet. Or I should say wooden bullet. This thing actually attacks you guys. Has a range of 10 feet. So Pilo, just low enough and back off the rail, is out of range. But you on the stairs are getting it in the face, and the cat's getting it full side body with a plus 12. Sorry, dude. So this immediately, I will say, puts us in combat. You know, is that that one? That's that one. Okay, starting with the actual device. Okay, this thing opens fire, and for two actions, I can strike the two nearest creatures for two actions. Nora's prones, bullets fly overhead, blah, 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 so that's what I will do. So a plus 12, and a natural 20 going up. Pa-pom, rolling a, it didn't go in there. DM plus 10. What's going on here? Hello? Oh, because I had it covered with a board. Sorry. 24, Atticus. Of course. Totally hits. And for our dwarf. Can I shield block? Natural one. <laughs> You're yes, fine. You can. <laughs> like I said, Dwarf, you come up there, you see it happen in slow motion, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, like, the, you know, the, 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 and the shield comes up, and you just kind of crouch, use the, the stair lip, you know, ah, oh, shit. Um, anyway, this thing comes flying out just straight over your head. <laughs> Hits a cat. Kitty cat takes 1d6 plus 6 bludgeoning. And you take, oh my God. You take 11 points, Atticus. Where are we? Oh, I got it. it. Okay, thank you. Um, and that then, I really don't feel like battle music. I mean, it was just like, it's traps. Like, oh no, you know. Eh. Yeah. Got uh, snacks going there? Charwin, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, Charwin, you are 
just stepping into the next square, and then all of a sudden this porch opens fire on you guys. Ah, what do you do? Ah! Uh, I don't know. <laughs> do you, do you want to start? <laughs> do you want to do your movement, or do you want to, like, action? Oh, man. Go uh... prone? We're in a gun town. I'm, I'm, I will coach you, like, do you fall prone? <laughs> Gunfire? <laughs> Everybody just hits the deck. Yeah, you know what? Why not? I, I go prone. Yeah, you just, you just I'm used to gunfire. Take step. Now there's clicking and there's the pelting. It's wooden bullets rattling past wood and rail and ping, ping, ping on a dwarf shield and ow, 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 really nasty cat sounds, cursing. Do you have your own language? The cat folk have their own language. Technically, yes, I think so. I just don't think I have it. Oh, okay. Um, because of my background. I think the right language is called... Um, <laughs> testing for you. <laughs> you and the dwarf are like totally like so close. You're just playing each other's religion, playing each our, other's... Yeah, it's so good. Our, uh, our, our, our language is mostly physical. Like, I'll slow blink to let you guys know. It's fine. It's fine. We're all good. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. You know. He just comes up on Charwin, like rubs his cheek on his shoulder and then pats it as he walks by. You're mine. <laughs> so I can find you later. <laughs> I just called you my. B <laughs> no, no, no! It's like you're marking your party. You're marking your oh, party. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. Hey, good thing you're not a dog creature. You, you know, you left a leg on these guys, and it's gonna get serious. Huh? He's just rubbing his cheek on your shoulders. That's all good. Dog does not need a bone. That's for sure. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Charwin, you go prone, and you're good. Uh, do I know where the trap is? Like, if I wanted to hit it at some point. Can uh, I see it, the trap? It, looks, it, it looks like something beyond the wall has open fired on us with wooden pellets. Okay, so it's not really reachable. Yeah, and it did kind of happen as he stood on the deck and then started moving across the deck because I've got, even though the hazard is five foot in the middle, it's also highlighting me this like 10 foot path. So it's like he steps on it, click, and oh uh, shit. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, no, I'll just stay there, I think, for now. Okay. Um,. Atticus yourself. If I drop prone here, will I be below the line of fire as well? No, you will not. Okay. Uh, how high is the railing of the... the uh, but you will gazebo? get bonuses. Like, if I make you prone and fire at you, it's whatever, you know, whatever the okay. prone condition might give you, but... Um, then I am going to drop prone where I'm at. The bonus, hopefully, will be good enough. Okay. Um, the... Can I, can I obviously see where I triggered this? You felt it like you're, okay. you know, you didn't see anything. You get on there and there's a proverbial creek, creek, you know, it's almost like this thing is a seesaw and it's set to zero. And then you step on one and it's very subtle because it's 10 feet. So the actual drop since they've spread it out over 10 feet is like, you know, not even a quarter inch. Like it's not that big chunk okay. of a quarter inch. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, a 16th of an inch on one. And then it comes back as you move across and the thing's loading up already. And you're like, ah, uh, then. I'm going to try, if possible, to use thievery to deactivate this from the triggering source. Since oh, am yeah, I yeah. kind of eye level with the deck right now, I can kind of see that plate from eye level. Where I'm yeah, sure. It's like down. five feet off the ground. Okay, so what I'll do is I can use Inspire Competence, which... Uh, oh, hang on. On your turn. I'm in round suit. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's combat. Right. <laughs> okay, combat. Well, I was... It may take This thing shoots... For several rounds, so I have to kind of, you know what? We'll just go to battle music. It's just nice and shiny battle music. Yes, it's a battle. We're fighting a stair. 
we're fighting a port. It's hard to aid another when we're in battle, right? And I thought we could yeah. aid. Yeah, but okay. That's all good. No, I've been too kindy as it is. Um, it is definitely more challenging to use aiding in combat. Right. Okay. So this is where things get really fun. Okay. Like I said, the first round I have you guys reacting. Okay. Second round, your positions are going to set off your auras and everyone's going to start making fort saves. But right now I have you guys all like adrenaline pumping, hit the deck or whatever. And then the smell of you guys all being bunched up will hit you in a minute. A second. Uh, add a, add a kiss. Mm -hmm. Make you prone. Sorry, I'm just making sure that I've got everything down here. Okay, so you go prone, um, and you want to possibly work on the actual triggering mechanism. Okay, let's have a look at this trap here. Do 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 do. Crafting or thievery. It actually uh, talks about reinforcing the pressure sensor or crafting to cover holes, launching the bullets. But you want you're interested in the actual sensor, so yeah, thievery. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same skill check for me, so that's yeah. good. Or it's the same yeah. level of skill check. No, I like how they're talking about the plate instead of like, no, you got to get in behind the wall and blah blah blah, and you know what I mean. It's like they're actually. Yep. Oh shoot, twenty five. Oh nice. Okay, so you you go prone, right? And down mm -hmm. at this level, okay, it's you should be able to just spread your weight for now and then just shiv the corners so that it stays level you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's just a matter of tapping that 16th of an inch into place boom 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 right 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 so as you said thieves tools come out you know um when you're actually disabling a trap as per the thievery can you tell me how many actions that is is it two um i think it's a two to utilize but it could also take more time one moment do, 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 do. And while well, he's doing... two for disabled device, okay, it is it is two, okay, okay. So I will say, like, I'm not going to move your mini, but I will say the third action is you, you know, distribution of weight, falling for free. I'll leave you where you are, but and then two, and you believe you've, you know, you know what you need to do to shut it down with a successful twenty five, which brings us to Andreas. As quickly as it started, uh, the only thing I can do at this. Go ahead, sorry. As quickly as it started, okay, it fires a volley. You get shield up. You not can't really see what the cat's doing, or maybe peeking around because he's on a kitty corner or whatever. We're still in like, oh my god, what are you gonna do, right? And you get hit by a volley. There could be more because you don't know he succeeded. You know, what would you do in that moment with this lack of information? Uh, so I would initially try to get in front of the volley to use my shield and my metal parts to kind of provide some right. uh, cover for cover Atticus. Right, so crafting. Yeah. Give me a crafting check to cover the holes. And it's a simple check because the, their idea of crafting is like, it's the physics, right? I'm covering holes, blah, blah. Nice. Okay, so you stomp up on the deck, right? Block holes with one, he's playing around with the other. Okay. Yeah. Uh, double inside of a thing, okay. Uh, Pilo. That's me. I'm just going to wait back here and let those two take care of some business. I might, might move forward one okay. step. So I'm not, you know, Yo, you're a skinny target. He's, he's not even going prone. Like things just like shooting up his robe. Two, two going through his ribs. He's just standing there. Oh, good man. <laughs> By the time five feet though, so I'm not stinking out Charwin here. I'll be like Charwin, man, just, just stay down and stay low. I'll move okay. away from. Don't worry from the stinks. Okay. 
Um, you are getting pelted, but a lot of it's going over your head, and at this distance, they've lost their oomph because it talked about a foot, ten foot spread. So, yeah. But I, I just love the visual of you just standing there, you know. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah, you're fine. Like rain on a wood roof. Okay, bringing us back around to the trap itself, and it just suddenly stops. As quickly as we got hammered by pelts, it quickly stops. And there's that moment where you guys are looking at each other, and there's the cat flat on, on his belly, reaching out, and he's got the shivs in, and the dwarfs pressed against the wall, covering holes. And you look at each other, and it's like, Fortitude saves! Oh, the two of you. <laughs> I think it, you and dwarf. I think it, I think it's holy, who, I think it, I think it, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it gets... Okay, oh, I'm gonna retroactive these. Like I said, if that draws you below the thing, I'm gonna have you start it up again. <laughs> a ways no, of a natural tool, but uh, no, I rolled natural twenty for a, yeah. for a twenty-seven. And you got well, I think he role played. He got ten, so yeah. Okay, um, no, you guys, even with penalties that I'm gonna give to our trap disabler, um, even though I'm giving you the second condition right now, um, no, it does not start back up, but. Since you guys are now in high alert, let's go to Charwin. Charwin, what do you do? And we'll just keep you guys in rounds until you're sure that you, you know, like get to your VIP and. Okay. Uh, well, I kind of see Atticus, uh, you know, maybe a little bloody and hurt. Hey, buddy. Uh, you should probably get out of there. Maybe I can give you some tree wounds. Um. But no, I don't think I'll move. <laughs> <laughs> can you cast that range or are you just giving him free advice I could cast heal but I'd rather him come to me and I can just do treat wounds for 10 minutes maybe okay. maybe in the shed yeah actually it's not bad not to burn a spell if you guys are not technically that's yeah way to break my combat round Drew but no that's actually very clever uh, Atticus um, I'm going to fairly confident that I've solved this problem Slowly stand up and try not to nudge anything untowardly. Okay. And then I'm going to, like, with the dwarf there next to me, I'm uh, I'm with Andre Andres there. I'm going to be like, we need to get off the porch real quick. You can I'm move through friendlies. Like, he's I know. just moving his mini around. It's not his turn. You reminded him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go over there. Okay, so. You come down the stairs, past Pilo, yep. head to the wall north, step into the grass, and end up north of Charwin. Yep. Um, okay. Um, I, I you just like, want to walk through me. I well, I could, but I'm, I'm going to stop next to Pilo and be like, no, and just keep. <laughs> but, oh, oh, all right, man. Andreas, you wanted to step off the plate. Yes, I will do so. Okay, and where are you going to go? Back in the corner here or down the stairs or... I'll just step back. Okay. Pilo, what are you doing? I'll move away from the uh, the stairs and move one step over towards the sheds and just leave the stairs open for anyone to get up and down. Okay. Um, <clears throat> TikTok. Charwin, Fortitude save. Atticus is adjacent, especially if you're going to start working on him. I don't have the stinkies. 
Oh, that's right. You made the reflex save. Sorry. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, you're just purpley and die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a one full round has passed clear. You guys are confident that, you know, nothing's happening. So I will drop you out of rounds for the moment. And you guys can just act as you would. You guys want to take 10 minutes and uh, treat wounds and such? I swear to God, I hate this old man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. Do we okay. got to bring him in alive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, the founding father of the future. <laughs> uh, do you want to go into the shed, maybe, so people don't see us while we're uh, healing our wounds? <laughs> Undressing him and bandaging him and stuff. Uh some weirdos just on somebody's yard just matching uh, each other up. Guys start, I know, the guy's all pink. Yeah. Oh, they're role playing. Look, honey. Look, honey, it's a furry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can take care of points away. <clears throat> um, damn, that was good anyway. I'm so sorry. Community of... Anyway. Um, yeah, you guys want to step into the shed? Sure. If there's, if there's room, okay. I'm going to look around and be like yes because this place seems so sanitary yeah well well charwood himself is not sanitary he's a fungal druid and you know i don't feel like he's covered in lockjaw though like the tools there in the corner (laughs) yeah no kidding um so let's talk about medicine dc 15 i believe right yes that's the baseline and you got a 17 aha Roll them bones. 2d8, I think. Memory serves. Yep. That looks like a nine for you. All right. Atticus is currently suffering 16 wounds, but now he only has seven and 17 hit points left. Yep. Everyone else is at full, but they're all disgusted with this Vashon guy and each other at the at this time. <laughs> okay. But I have good news. We are 10 minutes away from regaining a hero point. So I'm just curious. What is your current hero point count, guys? Everybody has one except for somebody special has two. Yes, I'm sitting on top of two. Okay. One, one, one. Okay. Now you all have two. Atticus has three in 10 minutes. But you know what? Put them on now because I will forget to remind you. (laughs) Well, we're at 50 minutes. So it's like, you know what? Just take them now. Because you'll be burning ones that are buffered anyway, if you, you know. And don't forget, if you want to do some re-rolls, you might be less stinky. It's true. Charwin. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Did you have to get him back in a day, in an hour, in three hours? You guys want to sit out the hour and just heal him more, or? Uh, I'm assuming this is the easiest way in. So if anybody comes after Gatabi, we're probably going to see him. Yeah, I guess we can just kind of stand guard, wait the, the hour. The dwarf an hour just more. to like slowly pry boards off the windows. <laughs> just something like, don't leave him alone for an hour, man. It's like, look, I have these all this wood. We can make him a coffin. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Or at least a gurney to get him out. Yeah, we go in there. There's a whole bunch of smoke and cartoon hands and stars going every direction. And then we, oh, so we make it a gurney because we beat the crap out of you, old man. The future doesn't need legs. <laughs> oh, he's on a roll. It's funny because when you said, do we have to bring him alive? I was going to say, well, at least the upper torso, right? He needs his hands and his brain. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. That's your job. Make the funny. All right. Um, 
So 10 minutes of not-so-plastic surgery. You feeling better? Um, oh, so much better. Can't be treated for an hour, you know. <laughs> I swear. He sh- he sh- shave every spot where the bullet welt is, and then he patches it. You, know? <laughs> so you get all these bald spots all over me. Pluck out some of my hair, stick it on with like, hey, some polka dotted purple. Zap. Yeah, there you go. Some Charwin so, hair for you. I look cut, so mangy. He cuts his own hair to patch the holes. That's beautiful. And I keep telling you, man, skeletons are great. No skin, no fur, no hair. Look at me. No style. Nice and white all the time. You should start a death cult. He's just like, he's constantly trying to convince you guys to off yourselves and join him. You know, like, like, <laughs> I got a death cult going on here, man. All right. Then, um, Ergothoa shows up later on. She's like, look, you're, you're one of my best salesmen. Let's talk. <laughs> Dude, do you guys have archetypes? Have you taken any? Because if you just take like Cleric or Oracle or something, I know I'm not giving them out for free, but it'd be totally worth it. <laughs> cleric of Ergothoa. See, and I could see which. It's just the patron is Ergothoa talking through whatever bony oh. animal companion he's also got. It's, it's one like, of those sphinx cats. Let's face it. It would be a marionette of some sort of a cat or something. I know, but it was <laughs> just the king of the soft cell over here. Anyway. Hmm. I mean, he's already he's already a voice in your head from those message spells. I'm just saying. Um, you guys recollect yourselves, regroup, recompose. And uh, did you want to wait out that hour? Because that would also tick down the stink timer. I think it's worth it. Um, okay. I, I forget how many wounds you had, but it no, was, I'm uh, full. That last that last treatment you gave me was fine. What? Yeah, I, after uh, the second healing. Yep. Andrews can perform can perform it as well, but you'll just have to hold your breath while I do so. I'm good. Um, sorry. So the second healing. Okay. So we've done the hour. So you've done the seventy minutes because there's a ten minute in yeah. an hour. Okay. Sorry. Okay. That's fine. Um, is there anything Pilo and Andreas would like to be doing? Obviously, you're alert and standing guard, but you, anything you guys want to be doing, thinking about? I can just be kind of like brushing off, seeing if any of that smell comes off me for the, whatever they're doing, just kind of working on that. Who was trying to press to digitate themselves out of that before I talked about soap? And was that Andreas? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So. If you cast a spell, I will give you the one hour off bar soap. So these guys are one hour down. Out of ten, you are two. I'll let you have that early spell. Okay, so these guys have nine hours left. You only have eight. Okay. Somebody write that down. I will stink for the next eight hours. The dwarf will be fresh and clean first. Yeah, I know. How rare. Um, All right. So, we're ready to hit this again? Yes. Okay. Let's get this door... We'll mount the stairs again. Phrasing. Sorry. You traverse and lit the porch way. Trusting in your handiwork that you will not reset the trap. Approach the door. Ten feet behind you. Barreled up in a corner. Shield at the ready. I'm assuming is Andreas. Down the stairway. And now shoved against the wall to the east against the neighboring wall. We have Pilo. And trying to... Um, take the bandages back from his familiar who's trying to like make himself like the little nurse's hat and everything because he assisted in the surgery mm. it's Charwin still in the shed come on little buddy let's go Charwin's got his own little Grogu yeah I know eh? stop eating the frogs <laughs> heaven help us if he finds a spinny chair 
It's funny because I literally watched episode two of season three like a couple hours ago. <laughs> so good. Oh, they get into the lore. It's so good. Anyway, um, I think this adventure would make a great Star Wars adventure. Just saying. Too bad you guys wouldn't want to play it twice. Um, a door before you. A set of fresh perceptions from all of you in the tower, if you please. We've never ever wanted to beat up a senior scientist. Well, actually, he's not a senior, but. I imagine him being played by Gary Oldman. Um, actually, he. Wait, well, you see the picture because he does look like a celebrity, a very well-known celebrity from our age group. I, I'm anyway, also going to say that, like, I think a lot of people could just be played by Gary Oldman. Oh, he's awesome. Because it's Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, no doubt. See, I was thinking more Christopher Walken. Look, if it looks like Christopher Walken, I'm going to be walking out of here with him. We're going to have to go through the traps at the door. Oh, God. And his bomb is the weapon of choice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So you guys come to the door a second time. And you hear Gadaby's voice distractedly from somewhere within. Come back another time, please. We're, we're here uh, on official business of the duchy. Just silence. I have a badge. Can you open a window? More silence. Did I hear him at the door there, too? He's not at the door. Do you oh, guys remember you guys were outside the gate? And you guys started tugging at the gate, and there was that one bang, right? And then just somewhere from when the house here, no solicitors, right? Now you guys made another big ruckus. Like, he's obviously knows that you've set off a trap. He's like, come back another time, please. <laughs> yeah. This is not some paranoid dude peeking out a window with a tinfoil hat. This is somebody that just is practically rudely, like, trying to be polite, going, go away, go away. Uh, right. Hi. But GTFO. <laughs> But like I said, it's just a voice coming out of the house. We're and it does not sound like he's right at the door. We're here with your meal delivery, Caden bites, deception. Looking for a tip. No, I'm just being sarcastic. Okay. I'm not even trying to lie. Okay. So what do you want to do? You don't I'm seem to find a trap on this door. You do seem to um, find a door. I'm gonna try and open the door because if I don't seem to find a trap I don't want to you I know, know. <laughs> I know it's it does get old after a while it's only fun for me sorry <laughs> it won't a shield there uh no you should probably hold on to it you're more you're more skilled with it than I open the door yep a dusty table and chairs sit against the north wall. A grime-covered window lets in small amounts of light to the south. Doors open to the east and west. And I love how the map actually has light slits on the floor tracking mm -hmm. up. You see that from the adjacent window? That's so cool. He is looking. He is on the southeast corner of a room that goes five feet to your north and then draws back to the west 20 feet. And on the opposite corner... Northwest is a door. Immediately on your right is a chair, a 10-foot table jutted against the wall, 
two chairs on the bottom of it, another chair on the other end, and description stands. What do you do? I let out a long sigh. He left his front door unlocked, you guys. He really is crazy in this town. He wants us in so he can hurt us. That is quite possibly very accurate. So we should proceed with extreme caution. I... Like we've done this whole time. Can't be that easy. You go first. And then mm-hmm. why doesn't the dwarf? And then I'll follow through and Charwin at the rear again. Unless someone wants to go first and dead. I'll take the lead. Uh, I'm going to be searching while I go. Just trying to be as careful as possible. Perception okay. in the tower. Uh, um, sure. But you know what? What is your actual perception modifier? Uh, like total with skill and everything. Yeah, three. You have a plus three to your perception rolls. Yes. Okay. You can roll in the party sheet for us, Jeff. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I found that recently, and I completely forgot about that. It's so cool. Where's that? Uh, roll the party strength. Roll the party saving throws. Roll party attacks. It's kind of interesting. Fortitude, reflex. No, I don't have perception here. I have ability checks. I have saving throws, and I have. I think the party. it's a different tab. There's one tab that gives you like yeah the reflexes, and then another one for all the skills. Oh, here we go. Skill check. All right. So perception. So I say all right. The boom, and then pilot. Look at that out. And if I hide them, that's really cool. That hey, is can so I have that cool. First perception that you rolled. <laughs> what the 22 yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah um oh damn that is so cool thank you drew you just keep on quoting regulations lieutenant especially ones that do with fancy grounds because you know it better than i do um it is really cool yeah that's neat uh it's a bit of a time saver like i'll say okay i'm rolling your perceptions in the tower blah blah, blah with my magic whatever people are like well i want to roll a dice but asking for you guys to throw stuff in the tower and there's not that reward of like call it out and then the audience gets to know it just seems like dead air so thank you drew not here point thank you but thank you all right stepping into the room uh as described so yeah track your way along i will say that you do notice burning that 22 ha 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 sorry but there is something of note here that there is a well-tread path in the dust this place does look a bit dilapidated, like it's not used often, so it is dirty and dusty, but there is the proverbial track of boots going from one door straight across the room to the other. Looks pretty well worn. And it's even faded the wood. There's there's a track. If we follow it, we might be able to avoid some of the hullabaloo. Because following the path outside worked so well for you. Or is that what he wants you to think exactly? <laughs> Well, that's his outside his house I'm praying here okay okay I want no Grover to keep all his secrets um I'm gonna follow the path call to him the Grover no 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 I don't want Nagorber to keep all his secrets oh Nagorber okay god of secrets got it <clears throat> okay uh okay so he's entered the room and disappeared guys you want to stack up Right. Okay. So now in the back corner, we have Atticus at the next door at the window inside, enjoying that really slitted paranoid, you know, 
Now, there is on the windowsill, laying flat and folded, barely noticeable, something that you notice that you stop at the window there, Andrus, made of some reflective thin metal. Argus, I think we got something over here, lad. Pick it up. Well, let me... I'm going to carefully walk backwards in the boot prints. Okay. And, uh... And check it. Okay, you pick it up. It's all folded up. It's paper thin, coated, like, painted with metal. Like, you you can get, like, a metal paint. Someone has taken paper, folded it into a hat, and painted it with a tin, silvery paint. Really? Yeah, really. I wasn't expecting you to come back to this window. I was just dicking around with Eric's tinfoil hat at the window for peeking out. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry I have wasted your valuable time. <laughs> I really didn't think he would take that as a carrot. It's like, okay, in for a penny, in for a tinfoil hat. All right, well, he comes back. And I'm racking my brain for 30 seconds going, how can I say tinfoil hat in, like, in Alkenstar terms mm-hmm. without just saying it's tinfoil hat? You know, paper mm-hmm. coated with... Uh, yeah. Proud of me? No, I'm not. All right. So back to our original marching order. Promise that may not happen again. At least not till next episode. Um, we have. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, back at the door. Uh, I'm going to check this one again as per the norm. As per the norm? All right. It is closed. It is not locked. Okay. Nothing seems untoward. Well, I burned that awesome 22, but then I pushed the button, which does secret rolls in the tower. So allow me to, allow me to look. Oh, it's a 20. Okay. Damn it. No, you don't see. (laughs) (laughs) I was worth, after screwing with you, it was worth, uh, worth the reveal, I think. So this one's unlocked too? Uh, yes, but it is. It's closed, but it is unlocked, yes. All right, yeah. I will open it and peek in through the door real quick, then mosey in and continue to follow the footsteps. Okay. I'm just cast message again and say, hey, uh, is it safe to come in the house yet? Per... I'll take that as he is. Coming through. Hey, Jarwin. We good to go. Woohoo! Gives you the all clear, gentlemen. Before I read the obvious, okay. You see Gadaby, you'd wave them in. Realms of parchment, half-filled beakers, lit burners, pots of bubbling fluids, and countless other alchemical, alchemical, detrius, that's a new word that I've already mangled, are scattered about the work surface and surfaces of this room. Shelves overflow with books. Glass containers spill from wooden crates and a pungent odor permeates the entire area that is not the dwarf. Amid it all, a stooped human man smokes a limp cigarette and hunches over a small cage, carefully filling a tray with dried pellets. A big-eyed, six-legged chameleon paws slowly around 
a cage, picking at the dried pellets of food. And I want to say that this guy is played by Sting. Because look at that face. Like original Dune era Sting, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, no, a little it. bit older because he was pretty young in Dune. Little, yeah, that's true. A little, yeah, but same yeah. thing. Not current, not current Sting. I, I would put this Sting at like, what, 45, 50? Yeah, I could see yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're looking at a man with a almost an 80s hair poof of gray and white hair being pushed up behind the classic cracked glass steampunk goggles. And then there actually is the smoke rim of like clear skin raccooned reversed as his face has a light layer of soot stubble. He even has the lit cigarero in his mouth, uh, a flipped up white shirt collar and a black tie and coat. He actually, he almost looks like the dude that plays Constantine the series really the shirt. Yeah, I could see it. Okay, he actually is on the front cover of book one of the uh, Punks and Power Keg. That is our that is our man. But here's a close profile pic of the man himself. And speaking of the man himself, you guys all come in. Yep. Okay, bring yourselves in. Pile in to the room. We're all in that. Uh, don't be shy, because as soon as you start talking to him, everyone acts like they're all like circling him. So you know, don't hang back. <laughs> we still got to be careful. We all smell kind of funky. That's true. Spacing, spacing. My friends, just to get yeah. in there. You're gonna have to pilot no matter where you are, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be stinking somebody up. So same thing with the dwarf. I'll make some room. <laughs> okay. We're really gonna have the skeleton in the middle of the room accosting this dude. <laughs> oh, where, well, where is he? I didn't. I don't know where he is on the. Where is he on the? He's, uh, sent, I, they describe his location without a mini. So it's kind of like, um, you see what I mean? Like there's the map is for one thing as opposed to like, we're kind of in theater of the mind. Gotcha. Okay. Um, maybe the stinks so, group together and the non stinks group together. <laughs> <laughs> Come over to the cloud. He glances up still pouring beaker one into the other and has his, uh, little, you know, hanging out of his mouth. And he's like, you are persistent. A friend sent us to come uh, safely escort you. All right. You are persistent ones. You know that? What in Bree's name do you want? Well, for one, I would like something to get the smell off me. Do you have anything like that? This is going to last forever if you don't. And I can't take it anymore. Ultimately, we need to escort you first to a place that you wanted to go. I believe it was the barrel and something. No, no. Yeah. Yeast of all brewery. Yeast of all brewery. Thank you. Yeast and brewery. Who are you? Why are you in my home? Oh, uh, I'm going to present one of the bad, like my badge. We were asked to come retrieve you from a friend. He takes the badge, he looks over it. And he cocks an eyebrow at you and hands it back. And his response to seeing the badge is something that you will find out next time. On Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah, might as well be. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. <laughs>